Well, hello, my gurus and gurettes. It's Stefan from a comedy advice podcast. Just coming in, giving you a little lay of the land on this episode. Very special guest, none other than my sister, Francesca, or Fran, Fran a lantern, Franatic, trip to Fran, my sister. We get together, we talk. And we have a great time. I know you guys are going to really enjoy the episode. We've got that chemistry as if we've known each other our entire lives. And guess what? We didn't. We actually just got connected now through Ancestry.com, which our episode is sponsored by. Go to Ancestry.com slash Stefan, and you'll be able to get 25% off and maybe meet a sister of your own. That is a joke. My sister and I have known each other our whole lives. Well, as long as she's been alive for me. But, you know, it's uh, everybody knows how family goes, except for orphans. But I think that family can really frustrate you sometimes, especially in these polarizing times. You can have different views on a lot of different things. And they're also, it, you just can't get away from them. Your heartstrings are attached. So the, the harder you try and pull, it hurts your heart. So I try to stay close to my family. I try to look past the differences and just get that common ground and just stay on that. And then sometimes branch out, have some healthy discussions. But I don't know why I'm going into this. This is a lighthearted podcast. But I just want to say, if you guys have friends, have family, people that are important to you, if you get in arguments, if you get in rough, tough spots, just... Try and look past it and look at the bigger picture, which is you are going to die probably soon, maybe sooner than later. And what's really important in your life? Is it that you won an argument or is it that you're able to have somebody that loves you and means the world to you and vice versa? That sounded more profound than I intended, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Welcome to the episode. A comedy advice podcast. An advice podcast for deaf and, and friends. Make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally. What was that, Stefan? A uh, comedy advice podcast. <laughs> and I'm recording. Okay. Made sure to save the apple for as soon as started recording. Get that crisp crunch. That's how I start all my podcasts. It's like a Pavlov effect. People know when to pay attention because I do a, a bite right into a Fuji, or sometimes a Gala. I think but. the honey, the honey crisps are very uh, crunchy. I do the honey crisp right before a promo, so when I when I'm ready for Squarespace ad, I go. And now, welcome to Squarespace. You, you know, what is really crisp a nice fresh website from Squarespace. And right now you can get 15% off with promo code Steph Steph. Love it. Love it. I think, yeah, that's, it's super fresh, innovative, sweet. Yes. And then when I end the podcast, so I've got, keep in mind, I have all of these apples right behind me. And so I just take a bite out of one of them. And so when people hear it, where they're like, oh, honey crisp, is that the beginning? Oh no, that's the promo. And then like Gala, that's the start. And then at the very end, I bite into an orange. Like it's so like the, a sound a soundboard with apples. Exactly. Except at the I end, I I bite into an orange. I just peel and all. 
that's the end. The bitter end. That's what I say it is. So, what, what about anyway. uh, a pineapple? I've n- I haven't bitten into a pineapple yet, but if I get a really big guest, I might do that. Just bite into a oh. You should see the videos where they like roll it and like put pressure on it, and then they take out the little chunks like one bit at a time. Oh. By the way, would it, I feel like we all know now which fruits you can bite into and which ones you can't, but I don't think that's instinctive, right? Who was the guy that had to be like, okay, we're going to test this out. Can we bite into the flesh or do we have to peel it? Let's go. Apple, we're good. Banana, no. Got a peeler. Orange, nope. Grape, safe. Pineapple, no. Kiwi, uh, nope, nope. Furry. Um, I I don't know. I think it's the the trial and error associated with it. You know, like you think about who was the first weirdo to like milk a cow. You know, like what were they doing? Oh my God! What a good point. Did, Who's going did, around animal teats, going like duck? No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, I I don't know, we, or, by that logic, you know, like, when's the appropriate age to be cut off of breast milk, you know? You know what? I think it's one of my favorite inspirational quotes, when you know, you know. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, fair, fair. When were you cut off of mom's teat, by the way, Fran? Well, um, I mean, metaphorically, I'm still on it, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> well hold your hold that thought before we go any further i just wanted to say hello everybody and welcome to a comedy advice podcast that i wish i had three of me so i could have a tenor steph a soprano steph and a bass steph but yeah. it's just one steph and that's me Stefan, your host. And joining me today is a very special guest, none other than my sister, Francesca Sitani. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, Thank you for joining me, my teat-suckling sister. How... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I have no credentials. I am on my mother's teat. You may have, you may not have seen her on Comedy Central, but you definitely saw her on her mother's teat, suckling, metaphorically, obviously. Maybe yeah, for, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Are like you getting enough the... to eat? Um. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say so. Um. Because I was gonna say I don't eat the rest of my Fuji Gala Honey Crisp and Orange. I just do the one bite so that people know which part of the show we're at. So if you want some, I can send those over. Yeah, you should just start a compost with them, and then I eat that. You just eat the compost. I'm like I'm like a plant. All I do is photosynthesis and compost. You know, maybe some eggshells here and there, but I, I don't mm. eat much. You know. Is that why you're turning over a new leaf, Fran? Is that <laughs> is that the growth that I'm seeing? Is it the compost that's doing all that magic? Um, you know, the compost, the, uh, the shower that needed to be redone four times, um, Mm. you know, just, uh, 
graduating, you know, start trying to start a career. Um, yeah, that's that's the new leaf. Um, Very nice. The compost is just part of it, you know. It's part of that fertilizer to help Fran grow yeah, and branch yeah. out. Exactly, exactly. Organically. Well, good, Fran. I'm very proud of you, the steps you've been taking to become a blossomed woman to tear yourself from the teat of your parents. But enough about that. I wanted to ask you, thank you for coming on, by the way. This is the first, I've gone through, this might be episode 200. And I've had brother Chris, I've had brother Anthony, but I've never had sister Fran. Yeah, I mean, uh, the sounds of it, I mean, we should probably say a prayer, right? <laughs> Might be a bumpy start, Sister Fran on. <laughs> Sister, <laughs> yes. And so this is the part, let me bite into my California apple, my ruby red. And this is the part where we do the prayer. So if you wouldn't oh. mind leading us, Sister Fran, we'll go into that. No, but Fran, I wanted to ask you, first off, you, when we offline, off the podcast, you had told me a couple weeks ago that you finally listened and you liked what you heard. And so I wanted to ask, you're making a strange face. Are you, okay? are you claiming that's false? No, 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 it's true. It's true. I'm just waiting for where this is heading. Oh, well, you also told me that you just started getting back into it because when I had first started, it was with me chris and anthony and you listened and you were like you guys are not very good so i wanted to ask you who is in your opinion the funniest brother of the satani bunch um okay well (sighs) remember this is being recorded i wow okay way to put me on the spot but um i think you are all funny in your own ways um you you capitalize on it um you you do it very eloquently um but i i would say that i would say i'm the funniest satani sibling but you know people don't listen to me make jokes so uh (laughs) well they can now now is the opportunity okay all right And I will laud you. You did a really nice twist from the fruit to the how did people figure out how to to pull milk teats. So I thought that was very clever. I mean, you you opened the door, so I had to take it, you know. That's what family does. We open doors to lead our family out. So, Fran. <laughs> Into the cold. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, what are other podcasts that you listen to? This is, is a comedy adv- advice podcast in the realm of genres, or are you like a true crime girl? So, I, I did, I mean, the first podcast I listened to was, um, it was a crime podcast. It was, uh, was it serial? It was serial. Um, but since then I have branched out a little bit. I <laughs> listen to uh Dax Shepherd's podcast and then nice. uh Smartless. Um I've been listening to this podcast called Therapy Gecko, which is kind of weird off the wall. Um I've heard of that one. It's with the gecko from Geico. 
and he gives therapy. All right, let's talk about uh, your anxiety yeah. today. Yeah, <laughs> Call one eight eight Geico. Discounted therapy. <laughs> ten minutes, <laughs> you can save ten percent of off your therapy for someone who's not licensed. Oh god, um, beautiful. beautiful. Okay, so. After all these podcasts that you've been listening to, who do you think would be the best guest for me to reach out to to get on my podcast? Um, uh, okay, I who do I really want you to Who's talk been... to? Who's interesting to me? I think if you could talk to like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm spacing her name, but she is um, on Master of None. Oh, Aziz Ansari. I'm a girl. No, I'm kidding. Oh my. <laughs> uh, I mean, Aziz, Aziz would be cool. I think Aziz is. I really respect the show. Um, yeah. It even was Eric a... Wareheim are kind of oh, fun in that show. I, I really yeah. like that. Maybe like Tim Heidecker. I, I think that would be fun for you to interview him. I don't know. Uh, he's all over the place. I've reached out. Yeah, that guy is a prolific Polly because he is, he, you're right, he is all over the place. I think he's got a new show with the guy from Portlandia. John, John C. Riley, Fred Armisen. Yes. I don't know who the other person is. Sorry. Uh, oh, I thought it was just those two and Tim. Is it? I thought there was a fourth. Um, That's okay. But yeah, they're they're I, gone I, now. They're in the past. Yeah, obviously. Um, but yeah, and he's also a musician. He does like. Yes, yes, he has that album where it shows his face with a little teardrop coming out. Yeah, he has a few albums. Um, he also does some political stuff with his music, and then he also released like a mockumentary of him running for a government. Uh, like I think it was city council or something small, but uh he's he's very interesting i yeah i think his mind would be very fun to unravel but uh, I, I don't know agreed that's a good one that's a good one all right well fran we're gonna get into the advice portion of this podcast but before we do i want to ask are you a good advice giver um i'm great at giving advice but i am okay at taking it okay well hey you know I, what that because it, it, it takes guts to admit that yeah I, I love to help people with their problems but you know as, as soon as it's mine i'm like i like to help because i'm not focusing on mine so i can give great advice but that's yeah fair fair so you go over to the other person's house and you tell them that they need new bed sheets meanwhile across the street your house is on fire exactly you, do, you don't want to think about it no 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 i don't want to think about it <laughs> oh man well no. good good well i'm glad you're qualified to give some great advice yeah, here. we're yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah. it we're gonna get into it but before we do i like to get us inspired with an inspirational quote now before i give my quote i like to ask my guests do they have any inspirational quotes that they have locked deep inside their heart that they open up for those dark days and they just let it flutter to help them have a better day. Are there any uh, inspiring quotes that they've come up with that are 
actually, surprisingly, a bunch of people are able to come up with really good ones on the fly. So no pressure. Pretty much every oh, you're guest. Asking, is, you're asking me to come up with them. Oh, asking oh, you. gotcha. That's right. That's right. You, Fran, the person that said that they listened to episodes on the show and doesn't know how the structure goes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, okay. Uh, this is my shame crunch. Okay. Um, I I would say that you know Marie Kondo your life. If it doesn't bring you joy, say thank you and move on. Okay. Great quote. Thank you, Fran. I feel inspired. I'm gonna give my quote, which is actually not by any person. It's by a robot, and it's called Inspirobot. And what it does is it takes the wisest words known to man or woman mashes them together using AI and it comes up with a tremendously beautiful quote. So this week's quote, we'll try and decipher it together. says a passion can be a success and also a tower. Okay. So I'm kind of thinking about this. Uh, Is it referring to like a Rapunzel tower where like your passion can isolate you or something along those lines? Maybe. Wow. Very insightful. Uh, maybe it is. I mean, I know it's not, but <laughs> maybe it could. Nobody you know? knows what Inspirebot is trying to say. So it's all a fair shot. But hey, it could be. What was Rapunzel's passion though? Hair? Oh, look at all this hair that I grow. I so, mean, that's all she had in her tower, you know? Like, what else are you going to do? She didn't have a phone. She couldn't play Among Us, like, half of Gen Z right now. That's true, yeah. You know what, though? I feel like Rapunzel wouldn't just have long hair, if if you know what I mean. Because I feel like she's in that tower. She doesn't have access to a lot of accessories, as some weird people say. I say accessories, but I decided to just blur that one out accessories so she probably didn't have nail clippers so she probably had those really long nails that could just drop down Uh, like a red carpet uh, unfurl uh, she probably had i don't know if she had any waxing material so she probably had a nice unibrow going on i'm sure that she looked great from afar but prince cunningham or whatever the fuck the guy's name was when he saw her up close he probably let go of her hair and fell down to his death (laughs) From the tower, she's a nine, but then up there, she's a three, bro. Oh my god! I mean, you know what? Like, th- okay, think about think about caveman days. They had to do something with their nails, right? Like, th- they were attractive enough to me. Like, Renaissance. What lady? You know, that's when the this time it was set right none of these ladies had waxing like i don't think removing body hair was a thing i think it's kind of like hair on your head where like it grows to a certain length but after it like kind of slows down i don't know your fingernails and cartilage uh, she I'm sure she was grinding her fingernails or like chewing them or like she probably had a bunch of nasty habits. She was anxious up there. Like that's true. Maybe she wasn't a 10, 
but you know like medieval or modern day six is probably medieval 10 you know that's an inspirational quote right there. Medieval six <laughs> is a modern day ten. Wow. No, no, no. Wait. Other vice versa. Modern, modern day, day six, six is medieval, a medieval ten. 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if there's if there's a if, guy or a girl that's not feeling that great, be like, you know what? You're a medieval ten, bro. <laughs> yeah, it okay, if we are subject to writing people on a one to scale scan or eh, one to ten scale, you know, because every everyone's beautiful. But, you know, uh, right, if you're right. being shallow. But some less than yes. others. So we got to give them a grade. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, what is this? No child left behind at prom? No, you got to give them a grade. You got to tell them, look, Ro- Rapunzel. Why is Rapunzel not a common name too, by the way? I feel like it's kind of a poetic, sweet name. I mean, that's like asking why no one named their kid... Uh, What's it called? Rumpelstiltskin. It's like I that. thought of I that. Too. I don't know. Do you remember that book, uh, Tiki Tiki Tembo? No, no so Rembo. Charlie Barry Booch. Perry Pembo. Perry Pembo. So yeah, 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 yeah. If you give your kid a long name, if they get stuck in a well, they're gonna die. That's a I good think point. that's I. I don't remember if that's how it ended, but I'm pretty sure their brother Chris survived. And <laughs> I thought it was Chang. Oh, <laughs> whoops. Yes, the, the old Chinese <laughs> fable about naming children too long of a name. Tiki Tiki Tembo, No Sarembo, Chari Bari Bucci, Pip Perry Pembo, and Chris. <laughs> Dad! 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 Talk about colonization. That was probably, yeah, I mean, you know, that's probably whitewashing generations of kids. You know, they're just like, yeah melting pot you know get rid of your heritage so you can become an american right right um moving on that's why i think rapunzel is obsolete (laughs) okay perfect so i feel like we feel inspired now this was a great quote thank you inspirobot thank you inspirobot 10010 which is binary for thank you so we're gonna move on what was that Oh, I was going to ask if they they were not identified as non-binary, but they're binary. Oh, (laughs) good question. You know, I've never asked Inspirobot, but we're going to move on to the questions. So we've got some questions. We've got this first one. It's from Reddit. It's found by our fan, Anna. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Anna. Help. I am beyond weird and have to play a role. I am a super weird person. I'm someone most people wouldn't like and that most people would probably talk shit about or laugh at. Of course, just until I get famous, but that's a long road, you know? So I play an act, a role. For example, I never naturally laugh because that is not controllable and shows how fucking weird I am. It's embarrassing, but it's so exhausting and tiring. And it's sad that I can't laugh at a good movie. I can't laugh at any joke. One time I took LSD and kept naturally laughing at a movie. I was so embarrassed. I kept pressing my hands against my mouth. I kept not breathing. I kept trying my hardest to stop myself from laughing. I was so embarrassed. Every time I act natural, I feel deep shame. Are there any tips to laugh naturally? Okay. That's a lot to unpack. (laughs) Jeez. uh, How how do you want to start? I mean, this person obviously sounds like they, uh, need to uh 
you know, do some work on themselves and find something that they truly do love because it sounds like they're playing a role in their life or are they trying to be an actor? Is that why they think they're going to be famous? Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because I was confused by the role too. I thought he had a role that he had to prepare for, but it's just his life's role I, of not being yeah. a weird guy. From what I'm gathering, they just are not comfortable in their own skin. Mm. So maybe maybe they need to like pick up a journal and like write what you know Marie Kondo they're like. There you go. All right. Whatever doesn't spark joy. They could also pull a Hannibal Lecter and get someone else's skin so that they feel more comfortable. <laughs> no. Joke. But, Joke. But Disclaimer. Would, Don't would they be them. laughing naturally? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, th I think there are a couple things here that we need to point out. First off, you pointed it out. They're not feeling comfortable in their own skin. I think you need to start changing your language that you're using about yourself. Cause you're saying I'm a super weird person. I'm someone most people will wouldn't like. And that most people would probably talk shit about or laugh at that is like an affirmation. People have yeah. affirmations that they say to themselves every day and maybe they don't achieve that thing, but they get closer. They get in that mental state that prepares them to receive wealth and goodness and happiness. So if you are setting this, you're saying it like this and phrasing it like, oh, I'm a super weird person that people will laugh at. You're setting that mental state that you're going to be a weird person. So yeah. you shouldn't say that. You should say, I am unique. I am me. And no one else is what I am. And I am, I. So I, I'm going to kind of like rephrase that into a very small tidbit. I, I tell Please. myself, um if you think you are you are you know uh i don't mm. know if that makes sense but if you if you think it about yourself you're right if right. you think you're a piece of shit you're probably going to be a piece of shit if you think you're doing well it's it's affirmations you're right you're completely right this person needs to get out of that headspace if you think that Beyonce had the greatest album of all time, Beyonce had the greatest album of all time. I mean, what you manifest your thoughts. No, I'm kidding. That's a little bit more of somebody else's thing. But if you think that you have the greatest album of all time, then you might. I mean, it's, it's, it could get you there. It could get you there. Who if you think you're a lyrical genius, you, you might be a gay fish and that's okay. You can marry other fish. That's I, okay. There, there are plenty of fish in the sea, and some of them are probably gay fish. So you can be a happy person. Dolphins can have very loving uh, same-sex uh, partners. Really? Yeah. I knew about the same-sex partners, but I didn't know how loving they would be. Okay. Well, I just imagine dolphins are loving, so I kind of inserted that there. I imagine I imagine dolphins as dicks. Their laugh is such a dickish laugh. It's like, do you have a yeah, friend that laughs like that? Yeah. I, no, they can also, I'm pretty sure like swarms of dolphins can actually like chase off sharks. They like, like if they're all together, I think that's a thing. Okay. They can. Okay. So maybe you're right. Maybe dolphins are dicks, but whatever. Everyone loves a gay dick in their life, you know? Sure. Anyway, this, but this person, 
Back to this person. What were we? How did we get? <laughs> yeah, well, oh, sorry. So, so <laughs> oh. I I would also say lay off the LSD because unless you want to be on LSD all the time, then you've got to figure out a way to laugh, not chemically inducing yourself with drugs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know that like they're coming out with like you know uh psychoactive drug therapies but you know if you're going if you want to use it as like a therapeutic measure you should actually go see a therapist you shouldn't do that by yourself especially if you're not prepared you don't have the tools you don't know what how to identify what your issues are um right and then if you don't figure it out after the first time just take lsd and see a therapist and then you'll see everything very clearly yeah, it's like Geico therapy. <laughs> yes, your therapist will look like the gecko and be like, all right, mate, let's do this. <laughs> sure. But, sure. but anyway, like you said, therapists, I think one more thing I was going to say is it's okay if you don't laugh. I don't think that's an issue. You know what I'm saying? Because it's fun to laugh and whatever, but... I think one, don't hang up the phone. No, those are new rules. These are these are the new, new rules. One, get a little happier with going to therapy and then not labeling yourself as a weird person. I think you're going to get a little happier. And when you get happier, you open up that beautiful body to laughter. And so you'll be more susceptible for a laugh attack. Okay. So sorry to derail a little bit, but a lot of people, so I know we can tell everybody to go th- go to therapy. I think everyone should go to therapy if they can, you know, but there are some people who can't access therapy. So what are some, cult- you know, it's expensive. Like I, I definitely couldn't afford to do it. I can't right now, but um, what are some coping mechanisms people can do with that are therapy, but, you know, like, I'm not being very clear here, but. No, um, no, I get you. What can people do in lieu of therapy because therapy is so goddamn expensive? Is what yeah. Ex- Here's one thing I would suggest. Listen to thematic music for the desired no no i'm serious the desired feeling that you want when i'm sad sometimes i listen to really sad music and it gets me even sadder i don't know why i fall down this hole and i need to get to the musical hair of rapunzel to climb out of this hole so what i do is i say alexa can you play some happy music and then bam hey brings me up yeah, you're you're totally right. I mean, I I definitely listen to sad music and get into a funk sometimes. Um, when I was doing field work with this girl, um, we were, you know, our our morale had depleted. We were having, you know, we're doing extreme physical labor in like uh, gale force winds off the coast of California, Northern California and you know Jesus we're just Christ. yeah Sounds we like... don't have we don't have headphones but we just start singing uh what is it uh 
I think it's Vangabus. We like to party. We like we like to party. Like music and motion. Like motion is part of emotion. So like music and like movement movement, I think are big things. Um The way you described it, by the way, it sounded like you and your friend were at a prison camp. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not been to prison. I not not yet. It's okay if you I have. I don't. I don't. I. I got her. All right, we're gonna move on to the next segment, and this is Mr. Brightside, because people are always thinking negatively, and we want to train our minds to think more positively. And so, what I've done is created a segment where I'm going to create a scenario that's not so good, and we are going to train our minds to think of the positives of what would would become of that scenario. So, does that make sense? Okay, yes, yes. So we are looking for the silver lining. Correct. Maybe I should call it silver lining. Silver lining playbook. It's so, okay. I think Mr. Brightside is, you know, it gets all those killers, killers fans riled up. Yes, and I see on Spotify, a majority of my audience listens to the killers. So <laughs> Mr. Brightside. I just all right. can't look. Okay, all right. Sorry. There you go. So Fran, here's the scenario. You have to do a pro every social interaction that you have in the middle, you have to stop and do a promo for stamps.com. Do I get paid? Like are they sponsoring me or do I just am I really obsessed with stamps.com? That's your job. You're you don't have a nine to five. You just go around and hang out with your family and friends. But during uh, the family reunion, once COVID ends and is destroyed by the vaccine, then we go to our family reunion, a wedding, Divided. our cousin's, yeah, our, our cousin's wedding. And then you say, hey, everyone, um, let's all raise our glasses. I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me. And one thing, if you couldn't make it, you can send a gift and you can send a gift with stamps. And stamps.com has 15% off for a lifetime supply of stamps if you use promo code stamps.com slash Fran. Um, okay, so I if that was my job, I would be pretty stoked. But I mean but you okay. have to do it every time. Right. If you're right, on a date, right. a date with a guy, but you're like, okay, yeah, I'll have the breadsticks. By the way, you know what doesn't have sticks? Stamps and stamps.com well, okay, provides. All right. all. Is it is it like once every hour during the social interaction or like once like per you know day you know like if i went camping for a weekend with some friends would it, like every hour on the hour i'd have to be like stamps.com you'd have to do it every half hour oh <laughs> um okay all right pros i that i guess that's not a very stressful job all you have to do is, you know, support the postal service. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, other pros, maybe you could like, I could like meet stamp collectors and like invest in stamps. I don't know uh, if that's a very lucrative <laughs> investment. It's pretty good. And I think on the bright side, you could also, I think with all the promotion that you're doing, people would be buying stamps and then using them for mailing letters. 
So maybe people would get their ink and quill out and be writing more letters to each other, which I think have a more personal touch than emails. Email. Or, or texts, you know? Texts were the death of the letter. Oh, we're God. Like, Can you imagine the next letter that you get from a friend? It's, you open it up and it's like, okay. Not even just K or LOL. <laughs> How do you respond to that? In calligraphy? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to modern day send uh, an emoji with a crying face. How? LOL. How? How the heck in the olden days when people just wrote letters and there were no electronics, what was the, the olden day K? It was probably like, dear Suzanne, I received your letter. Um, I am well. Hope you, I don't, I don't know. Like that's already way too much. I hope you're well, too. Goodbye. <laughs> like, like they, what, what if they just sent the same letter that they received and then they put two check marks next to it and then put red at 1058? I mean, that would be savage. That would break my heart just as much as being left on red. That would break my heart even Maybe more. Maybe more. Yeah. They would take the effort. The computer doesn't even do that. It would just be them being like, yep, I read this and I'm leaving you on red, Sir Charmingston. Well, I mean, isn't that the same as like a K or an LOL? It's like the, I guess it's less effort, but you're still not supporting the postal service. So it's worse to get a text than a letter with the That's red. true. It, you, know, you know, stamps.com <laughs> backslash Fran. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, we've got one more scenario. This is after every bite of food that you eat, you have to make a noise for if you like it or if you don't like it. Sounds like our mom. <laughs> Yes, for for the audience, for those of you who don't know our mom, whenever she eats food that she likes, she goes, mmm, mmm, oh, this is so God, good. All right, all right, this is too sensual. That she's, it's almost there. Maybe it's, like one less. Mm. It's culinary ecstasy is what it is. She is just digging on those brownies and she goes, mmm. Mmm. No, she, go, she goes, mmm, Joe, because she's usually going to talk to our dad about how good it is. <laughs> it's like 10 times weirder. <laughs> All right, well, so Fran, you have to make a noise after you, if you eat something and it's good, you can make whatever noise you want, but it's going to be like, mm. but then if you eat can something I and you don't like it, you make a noise. It's like, Rrr. can I, can I like reference a comedian right now? Nope. We do not do that here. Yeah, of course. Okay. All right. It kind of reminds me of like John Mulaney talking about 
Mick Jagger with the like, yeah, and no. <laughs> like, could I make those noises? Because then I'd 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 be like, yeah. So you so you have some no. food and then you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you can do that. That's the noise. Can That'll I do that? Acceptable. Okay, all right. <laughs> then Ex- yeah, I, w- I would do that. Maybe I'd be an asshole, but like, it'd be fun a little bit. No, but but what's the bright side to it? Because I'm thinking the dark side oh. is if you don't like something, you have to be like, no. Well, considering I make a lot of my meals, it would probably inspire me to be a better cook. You know? Well, I am a pretty good cook, so I feel like it would just be like those affirmations of like, yeah, maybe I already do this. I think I might already do this. So you go, mmm, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> wait so so but what if you you have a friend it's your birthday they want to take you out to eat they take you out to a f- 18 star michelin restaurant the food i don't know what happens the main chef trips so the shitty sous chef is in charge he fucks up the clams if it's a, it's a five-star restaurant the sous chef is not gonna fuck up well in this restaurant i'm I'm following along all right okay what what else at this restaurant thank you thank you so at this restaurant le ordeal is you bad muscles very bad muscles or or oysters and you just slurp them and your friend goes oh i paid 40 dollars per oyster how does it taste and you go no um i i'm not a i i'm not a karen so i wouldn't like speak to the manager but you know what like if they're my friend and they also like i'd share the oyster with them i'm not i'm not a big oyster person i don't know like i i had a fresh oyster once and it was good but like i feel like it's just rich people rubbing it in your face that they're rich they're like Ooh, let me. But, it, okay, all right. By all the right. way, Following it's, the hyper- <laughs> it's it's very funny that you say that and how people say I'm not a big blank person. Because when you said I'm not a huge oyster person, it reminded me of a villain from Power Rangers that when they got big and they're destroying the city, it's just like this big oyster person going. Rawr! So that's what was going on in my mind as you were describing it. But you don't Only like on weekends. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you, you were you were saying though the, what's the bright side to this um you're probably gonna start eating a lot better you know you're gonna eat a lot of good food because you don't want to be rude no one wants to be like no like well <sighs> okay Maybe you'd be a food critic. Maybe you would be the best food critic in the world because people know immediately. Yeah, I mean, I I cooked for like five years, so I have the palate. Maybe I should just do that. Do it. Fran the food critic. And be like, yeah, no. Are you going to do it in a British accent? Yeah, I I have to do the Mick Jagger, though. Um, Okay. That's my sound of choice. My okay, sounds fair. of choice. Yeah, I don't want to go, mm, Joe. Oh, God. All right. 
Oh, I almost sound like John Mulaney there. All right, we're going to move on to the next segment here. <laughs> wow, wow, that was kind of impressive. Yeah. We've got the next question from Reddit from our fan Kyle. Me and my friend founded a company. Okay, I'm done. Me and my friend founded a company which sells eco-friendly, finger-licking good sweets. We only need a name for it. Can you help me naming my company? Finger-licking good sweets? I don't know if this is already like copyrighted, but maybe like KF Sweets. Oh shit, Finger friend. Finger licking food. I can't drop my mic, I but I would throw it on the ground for that. KF uh, Sweets. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that might be a little too close. Maybe they should have like buckets of sweets that they do. That what would the KF stand for? Not Kentucky Fried Sweets, right? Maybe they do um, a chocolate with a K. Um, yeah. <laughs> or, or a confection. Con, uh, con, confection fried sweets. Fabulously crafted, maybe. Oh, chocolate fabulously but the C, crafted. The C's not in there. It's sweets. Yeah. K of sweets. Can, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um... Maybe they could do like carefully. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, it was the first thing that came. May to maybe if they get Kevin Federline as their spokesperson, they could be Kevin Federline Sweets. Or like, you know, if there's someone with the initial, hopefully their initials are just KF. You know, I'm just assuming that these two people, one of them's name. Kevin, and then if they want me to go in halfway, since my name starts with an F, it can be Kevin and Fran Sweets. Oh, Kevin and Fran Sweets. I'm okay. open to it. Stamps.com is already <laughs> supporting me, so I have some capital. Yes! I love it. Alright, well, good. <laughs> well, I think we're going to end on that name and end the podcast there, because why not? KF Sweets. Fran. What have you got going on? Where can people find you? What have you got to plug? Um, I have stamps.com back backslash brand going on. 15% off stamps. Um, no, I, I have nothing going on. Um, I am a recent graduate who is working part-time and job hunting. Um, when you find a job, are you going to shoot it? Your job hunting, what? so I just imagine you with a <laughs> rifle, like, "Come oh, here, job. Oh. I'm glassing for jobs." Um. Yes. Yes. I imagined Elmer Fudd out there. Uh, you know, it's it's job or what is it? It's jab season. I don't come know. Here, there's no here, there's you, no R in there. I can't yeah. say. Come here, you wascally retail manager position. <laughs> yeah, I mean if. Anybody um, really wants to, my Instagram is Frandy Dandy, but uh, it's private, so you got to be cool. Uh, Ooh. Okay, all right. Maybe that's a little bit sassy, but. No, yeah. that's not sassy. Be be upfront with it. Be like, yeah, Frandy Dandy. Excellent handle, by the way. Frandy oh, Dandy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, nice. I almost went with fantastic, but it's a little. 
a little gloating. I don't want to brag too much. It's such a, a nice pliable name that you can really top off. I think Frandy Dandy is a nice one. Frantastic is also good. Frandalous. Fran- you used to call me Frangelina Jolie, but, uh, you know, Lantern, Frandalion. <laughs> we could go on for days. Um, you know, I, I used to get bullied with, like, I don't even want to start. We're not going to go there. What'd you get bullied with? What did people call you? Oh, God. People, you know, Fran the man. I'd be like, okay, creative. Dude, that's so creative. dumb. Those people are stupid. Or, or Franny panties, you know, because granny panties. And I'm like, I'm in, I'm three. I'm not supposed to be wearing a thong. What the fuck? Um, but you know what? If they're making fun of you at three with Franny panties, you got to okay. give them a creativity point. I was like five. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. They were creative. But you know what? They're also like sad people now. So <laughs> their, creati- their creativity got them nowhere. Yeah. I was they, not they that creative. They should have used a bit more. When I was young and we were you were just born and we were coming up with nicknames and mom and dad were like we should call her fran we could call her cheska and i was like what about just chesk and they were like that sounds a lot like chest we're gonna rule that one out steph and that was the i think that was one of the first times i got rejected for a really dumb idea by mom and dad usually they were very supportive of my dumb ideas but they were like nope that was dumb. So they they were supportive of my dumb idea to. I, they literally called me Bina for like three years because I liked beans. <laughs> oh, I thought it was because I. <laughs> I thought it was. Oh, they called you Bina Barnes because they thought you were a bully like Binky Barnes on the show Arthur on PBS. But I didn't. I was the one who got bullied. Our other brothers were not so nice to me. Stefan was very nice. He used to make me watch MTV and then he would like quiz me. He'd be like, all right, are these, are, is this band good? And I'd be like, yeah. And he'd be like, oh, all right, that. all right. He's like, all right, good. Now here's a treat. And like, he'd do the little clicker. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give you a bite of my gala apple. Yeah, yeah. If I, if I said, yeah, and it was a no, he'd be like, all right, now stand in the court. <laughs> Yeah, you get a you get a yeah, rotten apple. Yeah, Aww. give me the the Granny Smith. The Granny Smith. That was Sour. rotting. Yeah. The, oh the, <laughs> anyways, thank you so much for having me. Um, I hope you can use some of this. Thank you. I'm not cutting out a single bit. It was all prime beef. Delicious. Oh God, I'm. You should cut out some of. <laughs> oh well we'll talk about that in post but anyway Fran thank you so much thank you everybody for listening and we'll talk at you next time bye bye alright goodbye oh no that's the end darn gurus and gurats thank you for listening guru nation if you liked what you heard please subscribe leave a review and DM me follow me at a comedy advice podcast Follow my sister Fran as well. Love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.